have never seen a bunch of guys look so fucking down when something bad happens. What are you guys, like prima donna perfect that if you can't fucking handle adversity, so shit's not going right. It's Oh, it's not going right. So shit's not going right. Sorry about a lot of, uh, a lot of expletives there at the beginning of the episode. Um, that just happens to be a hockey coach. Um, so naturally, you know, given the environment, I can kind of see how that makes sense, right? Um, so apologies to anyone who was offended at those words. Uh, you know, not, those weren't from me. Those were from, uh, Bruce Bordeaux. So National Hockey League coach. Now, the only reason I play this is because it gets me into the episode. It gets me into the, the theme of our fourth inspired episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Thunderdome. You see, when I get like this, when I get this excited, it's the fourth inspired episode, it gives me something to work for. Do you understand? I didn't really want to sit down and do this. But you know what? I remembered a text from my awesome uncle who said, hey, possible idea. So that's what I'm doing. Because somebody somewhere felt the need, felt the drive to give me something to provide, you know, motivationally. And that makes my heart happy. So that's what we're doing today. We're going with our fourth inspired episode. And I don't know if you're listening, you know, too closely. Do I sound crisper? Does my voice sound crisper to anybody? Hmm. I wonder why. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because my awesome, amazing, beautiful girlfriend gifted me a microphone. This is a real microphone. This is not my Xbox One headset anymore. Do you understand? So hopefully my voice sounds a little bit clearer. And hopefully I don't sound like I'm playing you in Call of Duty. So, getting into the show. This is What Lights Your Fire. Welcome. God bless. Thank you for your time. Uh, episode 14, episode 14, feeling pretty jazzed, feeling pretty good, you know, I'm tired, long day so far, but I wanted to get down to business before I hit the hay for the night, um, and provide, you know, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of inspiration, which is what we do here, uh, just try and kind of, you know, improve our mental being, improve our, uh, or at least improve mine. I don't know if anyone's listening. I am, because I'm talking to myself right now. But just kind of improve my will, you know? My will to succeed, my will to keep moving forward. And kind of like, you know, having an attitude like Mr. Bordeaux is talking about here, the uh, head coach of the Capitals. I don't know if he still is. I don't really follow the NHL that close. But like I said, that video was sent to me by my uncle. And obviously, you know, it got him going a little bit, so I included it because that's the theme of the episode today is coaches, leadership, and how it has affected you and how it has affected me to continue to stay motivated. Now, I talk about that. Not everyone plays sports. Not everyone has played a sport. My main focus is going to be on coaches and coaches' speeches that have affected me and coaches' mentalities that have affected me. 
both, you know, personal coaches, but also, you know, just famous head, head coaches that have said something that have gotten to me. But I included that one because, you know, obviously, like I said, it got to him. He sent it to me, so I thought that I'd include it because, hey, like he, like the guy was saying, it, and this is just getting right into it, his message was, you know, what are you guys, a bunch of prima donnas when shit's not going your way? That's that's the theme that I got left with because, oh, well, what's wrong with me? If, oh, what what minuscule things going wrong with me today, huh? Oh, what maybe maybe I didn't hit that green light on the way home from work? Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't get whatever I was looking for, like a little thing in the day that that didn't go right. Oh, boo hoo, boo freaking hoo. You know how many people are out there right now that would be that would kill to be in the position I'm in. So that's why I'm gonna stay. You know, stay striving to be better because what am I going to act like a little prima donna just because something didn't go my way? No, that's going to make me want to act better. It's going to make me want to act stronger. I feel like a bionic man right now because I have Icy Hot on three different parts of my arm. Um, You know, that's just me, you know. My body is just (laughs) disintegrating. What can I say? But... Getting through, you know, that message, and that's what I took away from that, that little speech right there. So, just kind of bolstering us into the episode, kind of implementing the idea that I want to talk about, which is coaches, you know, leadership, how it's affected your attitude, and how you can continue to have a positive attitude from those experiences. So, um, you know, I'm going to give kind of two coaches' speeches, or kind of just coaches' sayings, you know, like that I've taken away, at least from sports. And, and I've been around, you know, I've been around team sports my whole life. Um, I love it. I love everything about sports and athletics, I believe. You know, it ta- it's taught me a lot of life lessons. But, you know, if you're not into sports, if you're not, if you never played anything growing up, then take this as leadership examples that you can go away from and that you can think and dwell on. Like, maybe it was a teacher. Maybe it was a advisor. Maybe it was a principal or just a parent, whatever it is. Go with that and go with, you know, kind of just hoping that this helps you dwell on that and those memories that you have of someone who is, hey, lit your fire. So I'm first getting into, uh, where is it? I got to find it. Anyways, it's, it's not really a whole entire speech, but it's a clip, right? It's a clip of a guy named Herm Edwards who is a great uh, football mind. He's a great coach in my opinion, and he, you know, has a fire to win, right? He has a fire to win. But the one the one clip that I know from him is he's getting asked this probably dumbass question from a reporter, and obviously he lost he lost the football game. Uh, his, his team lost. But what he says in response with an attitude of, you know, how what I would want as a coach, uh, at least my coach, what I would want to hear, and I'm just gonna play it for you guys. Um, let you hear it, and you know, let you let you judge it on your own. Any wins. All right. Well, I played it in the middle, so that's cool. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. <laughs> Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> now, now this is not. You know, something where he's sitting everyone down in a locker room, you know, at the end of Rudy. You know, it's not it's not one of those. 
this is after a tough loss. And this is why I'm including it. It's after a tough loss. He's on a team that's not he's coaching a team that's not good. And yet some reporter asked him, you know, how does it feel to lose this football game? And he, being, you know, competitive mindset, competitive person, he says, Hello, you play to win the game. He's obviously not happy. But I'm taking this message, right? I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, man, if I was on that team, best believe come Monday, I'm writing that sh- I'm writing it on my locker somewhere. I'm putting up post-it notes saying, hey, coach went viral because he yelled at a reporter saying, you play to win the game. Hello, it's that easy. So I got frustrated, right? Gave a response that, you know, was very basic. But I took something from it. That's the theme of this one is I'm going to live my life not with the attitude, ever with the attitude of what if I lose? You know, what if I don't win? What if I don't succeed? What if I get to that point and I don't come through? Because if you have that attitude, personally, if I have that attitude, I'm never going to amount to what I truthfully believe that I can amount to. And so that's what's motivating me through this guy's talk here. You know, he's so he's so into what he does that he gets, you know, out of his out of his character and he starts yelling at this person in response to a pretty dumb question, you know, given. But <laughs> he's exp- yet hello, you play to win the game. Yeah, I'm not going to go through life coasting and saying what if what if what if, you know, what if I have oh my god, what if I mess up? That's not what I'm doing. All right, that's not what I'm doing. I have an aspiration in my heart, uh, and here's you know an example, right? Uh, you know, I want to be I want to be a, a veterinarian. I want to have my doctorate degree in veterinary medicine. I am not going into uh, you know my applications or anything of the sort to get to that point saying, and it's hard to do this. It's hard, but I'm not going in saying, "What if I lose? I'm gonna oh, what's the game plan if I lose? I'm not gonna be happy." I'm going to I'm going to react I'm going to play to win the game. I'm not playing to just get second place. Participation trophies? No, thank you. It's a tough competitive field, right? It's hard to do. So I'm going to play to win the game. And so that's what I'm taking from this um it's just kind of like an intro, you know, to the episode here, but I don't know. <laughs> I've always thought about it in in tough times. I thought about how he he was not mincing words here. He was looking them dead in the eye and said, hello. <laughs> that's what gets me the most. But, yeah, so that's that's number one. Um, I'm trying to think of – that's that's just a coach, you know, who I don't know personally, right? But uh, I included it because I got something from it. And, you know, as, as goofy as it might seem, that's just what I got, right? And – now I'll go into a personal coach for me, uh, one that you know not maybe not everyone can relate to because they didn't have them. But you can take this more if say that you're not a sports person, uh, take this as a leadership, pretty much an attitude. My high school baseball coach, my last my senior year, uh, coach that I looked up to, right? He's a great guy, he's a great family man, uh, all these things, right? A person that I I, I, I you know, took as a leader, as a role model. His best phrase that has ever stuck with me is be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. He would he would like okay. We our team was pretty dang good. I didn't 
you know, we all had different roles. But he would talk to each and every one of us after, uh, say we won by seven runs in a game that didn't matter as much. It was in the middle of the season or whatever. Oh, my God. The fear. The fear in my heart when he would say, down the line, scared the crap out of me. But I knew he had something coming that was going to light my fire for the rest of the week to be better the next day. You know, he'd take us down the line and say, do you guys see that scoreboard? Do you see what? Do you see what's on the board? Are you guys happy with that? Three errors. You know, we could have won by tw- like twelve or whatever. Three errors. We really happy with that? That you know. And then he would go on a tangent, and be like, "That pitcher was nothing." You know, you you guys shouldn't even been on the field with that guy. And it was he would start lighting into us after something. You know, you would think you'd be happy. And I'd be like, "Man, you know, maybe we do have stuff we can always work on." And so it would be inspiring. And he was still, you know, he's still proud. But that's that's the sign of a true coach in my opinion you know is someone that even in the good times can find something to better you find something to keep you moving forward to getting better to develop and so um, but yeah like I said his his best phrase that stuck with me is be with your be where your feet are you know don't be thinking five steps ahead because if you do I think you're getting you're gonna miss the moment right so be where your feet are and whatever you're doing and wherever you are in your life be where your feet are because you know, not many moments are going to come where you have this exact same opportunity as you do today. Whatever you do, whatever you, you know, aspire to, wherever you are in your journey, say you, you know, you want to lose weight or something like that. Say you want to go to the gym and, and you know, uh, you know, be in a healthy lifestyle or whatever. Be where your feet are. You can't be looking forward to, you know, six months down the line. That's not, you can have an end goal. But be where your feet are because every step matters in that process. You know, daily, you know, going, you know, walking on the treadmill, doing whatever you want to do. You have to be where your feet are because each moment that you are building is important to that end product. So that's what I've taken in my life. I, you know, I try and live by that. I try and live by be where my feet are because I think it's an important attitude to have, especially when things don't go your way. You know, hey, when you're playing to win the game. When you're playing to win the game, you got to be where your feet are. And, uh, yeah, so that's just a personal one to me. But when it comes to, when it comes to my favorite, uh, my favorite coach's speech, that wasn't even really, I don't even know the real one, right? I've talked about it in a previous episode. It's Miracle. Go check it out. Herb, or whatever his name is, Coach Brooks. You know, Kurt Russell's playing him. He's like, <laughs> great moments are born from great opportunity. That one, you know, he's talking about the Soviets. And he's talking about blah, blah, blah. He gets you going. Uh, but anyways, go listen to that episode for that speech. It's a, it's a good speech. It gets me it gets me lit. It uh, gets me fired up, ready to go. And so I'm kind of just using these clips and using these moments that have stuck with me from coaches um, to try and give you guys a message this week of play to win the game. Um, you know, don't, when things aren't going your way, when life is seemingly, you know, daunting and you, you're going to the unknown or you're facing something that should be trivial to you but you're finding it hard to do, whatever, wherever you're at, be where your feet are and play to win the game because, if you can live in the moment and focus on, you know, your drive and, and how it how it leads you to become, 
you know, a better person each day. I think if you have a, a real grasp on what your drive is, you're going to be able to have a good attitude, and that good attitude is going to help you succeed. So uh, using, and I, I'm challenging you guys, draw upon, you know, you know, use these quotes or whatever, but I know everyone has a role model in their life, has a coach in their life, has a leader in their life that has affected them in a positive way. You know, whether it was big or small. So, you know, if you're a former sports player, current sports player, whatever, try and think about your favorite coach. What would they say, you know, to, tomorrow to you in whatever goals you have to keep you moving forward, to, to light your fire, to make you feel like, hey, go get it. You know, kind of, kind of getting, you know, grit, kind of give you true grit. What would they say? And if you can think upon that, I challenge you to live with that attitude this week. I'm going to live with be, be where my feet are. Like, you know, like I mentioned last episode, I was patient. You know, I need patience right now. So I'm going to be where my feet are every day. I'm going to try and focus on the goals that I have, you know, daily goals, which lead into my weekly goals, which will lead into my monthly goals and yearly goals, whatever. So I'm going to try and be where my feet are. Um, and if you don't have, you know, a coach in your life or, or someone like that, you know, from a sports perspective, think about a teacher. Think about a, a leader. Think about a parent. Think about a, an uncle, a neighbor, whatever it is, whatever relationship it was, whatever relationship it had. Think about it. Dwell on something that you would, you know, that you have taken from that person. And try and live with that attitude this week. Because, you know, coaches, you know, at the end of the day, I just realized I say at the end of the day a lot. Wow, that's a glass-shattering moment. Anyways, at the end of the day, if you, you know, have someone in your life like that who you've looked up to in the past or you look up to now or, or maybe that you don't even relate to them, right? Like Jim Valvano for me, I look up to him every day because of, you know, that everyday ordinary people do extraordinary things, you know, that that kind of attitude. So... I challenge you to dwell on it. Find something, you know, in your life that that has been affected by those people, and uh, to try and live each moment that you get with something that you think that they would try and say to you, right, to light your fire. So, um, yeah, that's a good one. And kind of to end the episode, I'm gonna talk about my favorite coach that I've ever had, um, and one that continually motivates me every day is my father. Um, He's always been, He's ever since really I can remember I've been on team sports, he's been my coach. He was my coach, right? And and even if he wasn't, he was there giving me, like, like if I was playing basketball game or something, he wasn't the coach, he'd be like, literally walk onto the side of the court and be like, Mike, what the hell are you doing out there? Or something like, and be like, go get a rebound or something, like something like that, right? So he's always been able to motivate me. He's been my biggest motivator at the end of the day because um, I want to be like him. You know, I, I do, and and he's had, okay, I can count not even on two hands the amount of times I've I've been told to get my head out of my ass from my own father on a baseball field in front of my friends, but honestly, every time I think about it right now, I'm kind of happy he did, because it was like, okay, you know, he's not giving preferential treatment here, I, and sometimes I wouldn't even start, because he'd be like, hey, you're not in it today, you don't have the attitude. And that's something that as a coach and as a leader and as uh, a man, I needed to see from him, you know, is that he was going to motivate me regardless to try and get the best out of me. He would, you know, didn't matter how old I was, he knew that there was some, you know, better version of me. And so he's always been able to motivate me like that. 
that so this is an example of you know personal person outside of I don't know the NFL or the NBA or whatever that has affected me in some way so um but I have he used to write me uh, little letters little notes before he went to work before I went to school he would slide them under my door I've never forgot this you know from an elementary age or whatever and it meant a lot to me I kept them all and there's one that I'm gonna read to you guys because I think it's important uh, to keep it keeps me motivated every day I keep it on my bulletin board in my room I look at it whenever I can and it reminds me you know it keeps me moving forward it keeps me striving to be my best so if you have someone like that I challenge you to think upon something like this because I'm giving you guys, you know, a personal example here. And this, I haven't had as many jokes this episode because this episode, uh, you know, I kind of ramble a little bit, but it means a lot to me. Uh, and it's very personal. You know, I love, I love team sports, like I said, and it, this has been able to you know, keep me moving. And this particular note that my father wrote me um, keeps me motivated every day. So let me just grab it real quick. All right, sorry about that. So this is from <laughs> May 17th, 2010. So I was nine years old. Not even nine years old. I'm in Little League. And this is how I'm going to end the episode, by the way. This is my, a note from my note from my dad. Good morning, Michael! Exclamation point. I'm proud of your effort playing baseball this year. Know that your hitting will keep getting better, and I'll do better helping you. Parentheses. We'll start tonight! Exclamation point. You've been a good leader as the youngest player on the team, and you've contributed a lot to the team. I wish we had 11 Michaels on the Padres. Love, Dad. <laughs> All right. All right, gonna ball my eyes out if I think about it too much. So that's my motivator this week, and that's the attitude I want. I'm going to be where my feet are. I'm going to remember this note, and I'm going to remember the great coaches that I've had, the great coaches that I looked up to, leaders that I've looked up to, you know, teachers that I've looked up to, whoever. That's how I'm going to live this week. I encourage you to think about it. I encourage you to dwell on it. Uh, I challenge you. You know, hey, hey, and if you know me, come come to me with something, you know, words of advice or something that you remember from a role model or a coach that has encouraged you, inspired you. Uh, because I want to hear it. You know, I need I need something new every day. I really do. So, hey, fourth inspired episode, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth. Fourteen. Almost at 15. So keep rocking. Keep working hard. I'm proud of you. Uh, I know you're going to get it, whatever you're going for. And if you're retired already, you know, you're an old, <laughs> you're an oldie. Hey, go enjoy retirement and get after retirement. Go be the best damn bass fisher you can be. So uh, I'll talk to you guys next episode. And uh, yeah, just keep moving forward. See you at the top.